your host, Irene Cook, the radio show that keeps you healthy and helps you lead a healthy lifestyle. One of the most common things that I hear as a life coach um, and as a nutritional coach is help me cut out the amount of sugar that I take in. Um, I have a ravenous sweet tooth. I sure do. Um, and so do many of you. So what can you do to help reduce your sugar cravings? Um, you are listening to somebody who loves chocolate. In fact, I've been known to have quite the sugar addiction. Um, in fact, I didn't even know what um, kind of sugar addiction I had or how bad my sugar addiction was until I actually started uh, talking to people and helping other people solve their sugar addiction. And that's when the light bulb went off in my head. And I thought, oh, my goodness, I I think I have a sugar addiction. Um, it, was, it was quite a surprise to me um, as I was learning about this when I um, earned my nutritional um, certifications that um, I indeed um, had this this addiction to sugar, and I was actually making it worse um, by by eating sugar. So if you're listening to this, going, I you know I, I I might have a sugar addiction. It's not as bad. Let me put it into perspective. You know when you have a mosquito bite and you scratch it, and it feels really good, right? And then you scratch it some more. And then you just want to keep on scratching it. And then you finally just give in and you just scratch, 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 scratch it until you've just, you make it bleed. Um, that is basically no different than what we do when we eat sugar. Uh, so when you have that mosquito bite and you have that urge to, to itch it, if you can push through that, that momentary urge to scratch and get over that, um, the, the itch goes away, that sensation goes away, and then you no longer have the urge to scratch. Um, it goes away, and then the mosquito bite eventually goes away, the inflammation's gone, and then you no longer even need or think about scratching that mosquito bite. It is no different than sugar. Um, and, and if you think about that, it, it, it is, I hit it out of the ballpark with my analogy. When you are feeling like you want a little bit of sugar, if you go in and have just one cookie to satisfy that itch, one leads to two, two 
leads to three. And it's no different than scratching that mosquito bite. It's, it's like you, you've solved the problem, but then you have this uncontrollable desire for more. Um, and then you lose control, uh, much like uh, scratching a mosquito bite. And that loss of control is physiological. You really, you really can't control it because of what is happening inside your body. And that's what I'm going to explain today. Um, it's called a blood sugar response. So if you think that there's something wrong with you, um, you have some sort of issue, you're, you're, you're special and that you, you crave sugar. No, it is not. Um, we have what is called uh, a blood sugar response. We get blood sugar spikes when we, when we consume sugar or refined carbohydrates. And uh, this is what happens. So I am going to break this down for you. And I am going to uh, talk about what happens when you eat sugar. And I'm going to give you some simple strategies on uh, how to avoid um, having this addiction um, and how to reduce your sugar intake and keep you from having, uh, having these cravings. All right. So first of all, like I said earlier, when, um, when we eat a carbohydrate, uh, a refined carbohydrate, uh, our blood sugar will spike. So picture a line graph, uh, picture this line graph, um, where it is smooth sailing and you are, uh, trucking along just fine. And everything is just on a baseline, uh, like a heartbeat. Um, and then you eat something that has sugar in it. Uh, what happens then to your little heartbeat, your little line graph, is uh, it spikes up. When it spikes up, um, you, you have this spike in this line graph, and that is your insulin level spiking up because you are, you are now um, having more sugar in your blood system. This spike causes you to need and want and crave sugar. Uh, you can't control it. Uh, it's, it's that scratch, that, that uh, mosquito that you, you have to soothe. The only way to do it is to consume more sugar. Um, it's like putting out a fire. You are not going to um, really fix the problem until you consume more sugar. So knowing this, knowing this, you have to think about your thinking um, and go into this with the, the thought process that if you can just get over that feeling, that hump of that, that craving um, momentarily, it will go away. Uh, just like the mosquito bite itch. So uh, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about this. Um, eating too much sugar is one of the worst things that, that you can do for your body. It has many negative effects on your health. Uh, it's been shown to contribute to obesity, type 2 diabetes, heart disease, cancer, tooth decay, and many, many more other issues uh, that we all know um, are not uh, in our favor. While sugar is naturally found in foods like fruits and vegetables, this type of sugar has very little effect on your blood sugar. It is considered healthy. 
So let it be known that eating a fruit, an apple, some cherries, um, you know, those are uh, fructose. That's a different type of sugar, although it will spike your blood sugar levels. Um, it is uh, a, a different type of sugar, and I will get to that a little bit later um, in the show. But the fruits and vegetables contain lots of healthy vitamins and minerals. So you are getting a lot of favorable um, uh, essential things from eating these types of, of foods. The danger is from added sugars and processed foods. Uh, the average American currently consumes 17 teaspoons of added sugars per day. Now, if, if I had a visual for you and I were to take a uh, mason jar and fill it up with 17 teaspoons of white sugar, I think you would be really surprised and appalled at how much that is. Uh, it's a lot, you know, for for a society that is is carb phobic, and we are. Um, we're all, you know, we shy away from carbs. We we try to avoid them. Um, this is the average average. So many of us consume way more than than seventeen teaspoons uh, a day. This is way more uh, than the upper daily limit that, that experts recommend. Uh, the, the average uh, or the, the recommended uh, average is six teaspoons for women and nine teaspoons for men. So we are tripling, quadrupling the amount. Um, so we need to be more aware of, of our sugar intake. Um, so where, where's all the sugar coming from? Again, we're carb phobic. Um, we are constantly being, um, you know, sucked into marketing labels that say low sugar, low carb. Where is this coming from? Well, um, we have a lot of drinks that are filled with with sugar. And I, I realize that diet sodas are big, but so are um, smoothies. And these fruit smoothies most often are not made with real fruit. You have to be really careful when you are going to some of these, um, uh, you know, restaurants or or quick stop places, uh, even though it says real fruit, the real fruit amount might be ten percent. So you have to zero in on that. The rest is corn syrups and uh, processed actual fake sugars and, and or actually refined sugars. Um, you you need to avoid sugar loaded desserts. These desserts do not provide nutritional value. They're loaded in sugar, which causes these blood sugar spikes. They are going to leave you feeling tired, hungry, and craving more sugar. So if you think you're going to do yourself a favor and have a little sweet treat because you're craving some sugar, um, even though it might be a, a skinny treat that's labeled Low, low sugar, low carb, skinny for you um, with all the right packaging, uh, it, it's going to spike your blood sugar. You are going to feel tired after because once your blood sugar spikes, it then crashes. So picture going up that mountain. Remember that line graph? Up it went. Well, then it must parachute down. And when I say parachute, you are jumping off the cliff and you are just skydiving back down. And when you hit the ground, that's your crash. And that's why people 
feel so tired afterwards. Um, another place that these sugars are hidden is in our sauces. Um, ketchup, no doubt, is loaded in sugar. Um, I've talked about this in previous shows. I love my ketchup, but you have to use it sparingly. Barbecue sauce, sweet chili sauces, uh, these are, again, uh, commonly used in kitchens, and people are not aware that they are, are shockingly high in sugar. Uh, a single tablespoon of, of ketchup contains one teaspoon of sugar. So let's, let's break this down. Uh, a tablespoon of ketchup, that's, that's three teaspoons of ketchup, contains one teaspoon of sugar. So it's a third sugar. There are some low sugar uh, ketchup varieties out there. Um, they are harder to find. They are more expensive and they do not taste the same because they don't have that sugar. So you have to be careful. Um, there are some options that you can flavor your food with that don't have sugar. Um, dried herbs and spices, vinegars, pestos, um, you know, fresh chilies, mustards. But we, we get so used to the, uh, the ketchups and the teriyakis and our palate gets used to that. So um, they shockingly contain a lot of sugar. Um, low fat options are, are uh, very popular, but the low fat is uh, supplemented with sugar. Um, when you uh, grab that low-fat vanilla yogurt, um, because you are trying to avoid the full fat, it is being supplemented with the sugar. So I actually tell my clients, uh, instead of grabbing the low-fat cottage cheese or the low-fat uh, sugar, or I'm sorry, low-fat um, uh, Greek yogurt, Grab the full fat because if you look at the label, the low fat is always going to be loaded in sugar. Um, if you have to pick between one or the other, um, for example, coffee creamer, I'm commonly asked, should I do the low fat, no fat, or no sugar? I always say to do the no sugar. All right. So, you know, your body is going to burn off that fat. Fat is going to actually be burned off uh, as an energy source where sugar is going to go into your bloodstream, give you that spike, cause you to want to eat more sugar, um, and then you have a problem. All right, so canned goods, processed foods, trail mixes. I just did a show a couple of weeks ago on uh, foods that you think are healthy and are not. Uh, beef jerkies and um, dried fruits are loaded. Breakfast cereals, breakfast bars, again, loaded. Um, oatmeal packets, the convenient ones that are flavored, 15 grams of sugar in one. Uh, if you get the raw oatmeal that comes in the big cylinder tube, uh, that has none. And you could flavor it yourself with some uh, stevia, um, with some vanilla extract, uh, and with some, some fresh, fresh fruit. So these are all the places that these sugars are hidden. And so what happens is we, we eat these things, 
And we don't realize that our blood sugar then has spiked. So let's go back to that line graph. You're trucking along. You've eaten great for the day. Uh, you had your healthy oatmeal, not realizing that it's loaded in sugar. And you had your low-fat uh, Greek yogurt. And you thought it was a good choice because it's Greek yogurt and it's low-fat. But you've overconsumed sugar. And now your blood sugar has spiked. Your insulin um, has caused this, this peak. And you need more sugar. Uh, this inflammation has occurred um, and in this insulin, which is an important hormone that helps regulate your, your blood sugar levels, um, is, is basically calling for you to find more sugar. Uh, so if you're just joining us, you're listening to Huntley Community Radio, W-H-R-U-L-P, and I am talking about blood sugar response and how to avoid these sugar cravings. Um, I'm just about to talk about the scientific end of it. So I know it might seem uh, boring, but but believe me, this is this is this is going to make so much sense in your head, and it will change uh, your thinking. The pancreas is what makes insulin. It helps control your blood sugar levels by assisting cells that absorb sugar from the bloodstream. Uh, those of you that have type 1 diabetes, your body doesn't make insulin. This means that you have to inject this insulin every day. If diet and exercise aren't enough to manage your blood sugar, those with type 2 diabetes uh, need to be prescribed medications that will help keep your blood sugar levels in target ranges. If you have type 2 diabetes, your body produces insulin, but it may not use it properly to produce enough of it. Your cells don't respond to insulin, so more sugars keep circulating in your body. So what happens to these folks is um, exercise uh, can help these cells respond better um, and be more sensitive to, to insulin. Uh, but what about the rest of us or even people with diabetes? Proper diet and exercise can help avoid these spikes in blood sugar. Um, avoiding these spikes can keep your pancreas functioning well, and it will also keep the blood sugar levels from spiking. So once you get to know these glucose level um, spikes, uh, you will actually be two steps ahead of, of these cravings. And, and knowing this, you can watch what you eat. Carbohydrates are a component in, in food that affects blood sugar the most. It is not only the component that provides calories, uh, but it also contains uh, proteins and fats, which provide calories. If you consume more calories than you burn in a day, which most people typically do, these calories will be con converted into fat, and that's stored into our body. The more weight you gain, the less sensitive your body becomes to insulin. As a result, your blood sugar levels can rise. Uh, in, in general, you want to avoid or minimize your intake of these sweets and beverages and processed foods and are high in carbohydrates and unhealthy fats um, and low nutrients in, in, your, in your diet. So what, what basically happens is you're, you're kind of like behind this eight ball. Um, you eat too many calories. The calories turn to fat. The fat gets stored, you become overweight, 
it's like filling a, a glass up with water that's overflowing and then filling it up every day. And then it just keeps overflowing and then it just keeps overflowing and then it keeps overflowing. And now you, you have a problem. Um, and, and with that being said, um, you are most likely not eating the right things. And in this, you're not eating um, the right things and the right things are, are uh, low sugar and you are building an overabundance of sugars, which is causing your blood sugar to keep rising and you keep eating it. And now you have a fiasco. So what should you do? Well, first things, back to that mosquito bite. Avoid eating sugar. Well, sounds easy, doesn't it? Well, if you've ever done this before, it's not quite as simple as that. Um, breaking any addiction requires a lot of patience and uh, it requires a lot of work. But after the first two or three days, you get over that hump, you start feeling better. Uh, you realize, wow, I don't really need the sugar quite as much as I thought. Then less and less, you realize that um, you, don't, you don't need the sugar. Um, I'm sorry, more and more you realize you don't need the sugar. So you don't even think about it throughout your day because now you're not thinking about chocolate and you're not thinking about sweets. And you're not thinking about candy. And so now that that glass of water that's overflowing is is starting to level off and there's not water uh, puddles around the glass. It's 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 actually starting to be level to the rim of the glass. And that correlates with your body weight. You're starting to feel better. You're lighter. You've lost weight. And in turn, you're eating less sugar. You have more energy. So you are exercising more, which is causing that glass of water to drop down to a healthier level, um, which is, in a sense, your body weight being lower. And now your, your, your insulin levels are tapering. They're a nice, easy, steady baseline. So if you do eat a cookie or a brownie, um, it, it, it's not going to cause this overflow because your body will burn it off. So let me tell you a quick, uh, a quick story about what happened to me with my sugar addiction. Um, a couple years ago, I was, um, you know, working when I was training all day long. I was seeing 10, 15 people a day. And uh, in between clients, I would grab a piece of candy. You know, maybe it was, uh, you know, a, a Tootsie Roll. Maybe it was a, um, you know, lifesaver or, you know, just a, just a quick little 20, 30 calorie uh, piece of candy. Um, basically, every, every half hour, I needed another one. It was, it was crazy. And I didn't even realize what I was doing until I one day read some research about um, mid-afternoon uh, crashes. Uh, I would be completely lethargic by 2 o'clock. Um, I thought something was wrong with me and I actually blamed it on my early morning hours and thought, geez, I just must just be getting old. I need a nap. I didn't know what it was. So uh, I read this study about blood sugar spiking and, and that you want more sugar when you eat more sugar. And it basically said, take it out of your diet and you won't want it 
you won't need it. And then you won't have these crashes. So I took it out. And after one day, just the one day, I didn't need my nap. I just felt like all this energy. um, It was it was seriously crazy. Uh, I was astonished. But I'm going to be honest. That day was horrific. Uh, I I was uh, I was like literally a junkie. I was I was going to the uh, cabinets and, and my little storage places for my Tootsie Rolls and my my breath mints and my um, you know Jolly Ranchers and I was magnetically drawn to the candy jars because it was it was a habitual thing and it was something that I I was so used to doing. Um, so by day three, um, it was really hard for me because, um, I, I wanted the candy so bad, uh, but it wasn't there cause I had gotten rid of it that I jokingly, um, I tell people the story. I was digging through cabinets and drawers, just praying that I would find a piece of candy, um, to soothe my sweet tooth, but I had none. So I got over it. And, uh, once I escaped this terrible cycle of, of eating the sugar, my sugar cravings completely went away. And uh, now I sit here and I tell the story that I no longer crave these sugars. Um, I could be somewhere and someone could have a piece of chocolate or a Tootsie Roll or any of my favorite treats and wave them right in front of me. And I will actually not want it because I've gotten myself so far from that desire to, to have the sugar um, because the benefits of not having it are so, so amazing. I have energy, I feel great, and there's not candy wrappers all over my house. <laughs> so so it's, it's like any other dependency, whether it's cigarette smoking, whether it's, um, you know, uh, overeating, whether it's an alcohol dependency, you just have to break the habit. So for those of you that are um, wondering if there's something wrong with you and you love your sweets, it's not the sweets that you love. It's the fact that your body is dependent on them. And you just have to think about your thinking. And before you grab that first one, know that there will be a second one because your body can't handle um, saying no. It's a response just like scratching that mosquito bite. So don't scratch that itch and it'll go away. It'll be tough, but it'll be worth it. So just say no to sugar and you'll be glad you did. Enjoy your day. 